Welcome, everyone. I'm Sandra Bargeman. A few years ago, I wrote and performed a solo show called The Edge of Every Day, which was an exploration of the rough edges and contradictions we all face and grapple with. The show hit a nerve, and the relevance of the topic would only grow over time more than I could have foreseen. So, here we are. Real talk with real people, sharing stories and perspectives that spark provocative invitations to leap out of what's safe. On the edge of every day. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on the edge of every day here on talkradio.nyc. Tonight, we are live in the hive with international TEDx speaker and best-selling author Elaine Starling for our 56th episode entitled The Abundance Paradox. For those of you who have become loyal listeners here on the edge of every day, thank you. Thank you so much for spending time with me and my guests. Our numbers are growing and I have you to thank. I couldn't do it without you. So please continue to share this podcast with friends and family and take a moment to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Sandra Bargeman on the edge of every day. And if you're tuning in for the first time, Welcome to the Edge. If you like what you hear tonight and you want to check out my past episodes with my inspiring guests, you can find them on talkradio.nyc, on your favorite podcast platforms, and on my YouTube channel. Again, that's Sandra Bargeman on the Edge of Every Day. This show is about pushing boundaries and exploring rough edges. Through conversations and shared stories with friends and colleagues, it's my hope that we can begin to understand our edges. And what I mean by edges is those places where we are fearful, those places where we are resistant to change, those places where paradoxes and contradictions live in our beliefs and in our understandings, both about ourselves and about the world around us. Listen. We live in edgy, tumultuous times, and people are complex. The more we recognize our own edges and get real about them, the more we can help others to do the same. And that, I fully believe, can help to change the world. So thanks again for tuning in. And without further ado, it is time to introduce our guest this week. Elaine Starling is an international TEDx speaker, best-selling author, entrepreneur, coach, and mentor, and is recognized for her video show and podcast, The Abundance Journey. A life and death health crisis prompted an unusual spiritual awakening through which she received information that would change the course of her life. Elaine has created the Abundance Journey six-week course to share what she learned. As the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine mentors purpose-driven, growth-oriented women to experience more clarity, confidence, and commit to action that achieves their goals. Welcome, Elaine Starling. Hey, Sandra, it is so great to be here. It's awesome to spend time with you. You just rock. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for being on here. You just rock. Your energy is just so incredible and upbeat. And I'm very excited to share you with my audience. Thank you. Not only because I want to share you, but I love your take on abundance and I, I and I love your willingness to lean into all the edges around abundance. But before we go into that, I want to, I always share with my listeners how I know my guests. And I don't know Elaine personally yet, but um, I mean, we haven't met in person, but, um, but we met through uh, a friend, a mutual friend of ours, Anita Adams, whom I have met through doing this podcast as well. And you have been on Anita's wonderful podcast, The Joyful Journey. Shout out to Anita. Check out Elaine on her show. 
And I have also been a guest on Anita's um, podcast, and she's been a guest on mine. And I think she's also been a guest on your podcast as well, right? Yes, she has. Yeah. And we have, we've also spent some time in some other networking groups and, and I rest assured our paths will keep crossing, particularly since we are both growing these fantastic podcasts, getting our messages, hopefully out into the world, sharing our voice in a bigger way in these very stressful and challenging times. But that's what you're here to negate, stressful and challenging. You're here, (laughs) you're here to bring a a, a, a better wisdom to that. But again, before we dive into that, I have another <laughs> question I like to ask my guests. Um, you know, you've done a lot of things. All of my guests wear many, many hats, and I know that you do as well. Um, so I like to ask people with, in because of the different ways that they they move in the world and work in the world and share their voice in the world and in the ways that we're beginning to explore identity in a more uh, interesting way in our society and culturally. Um, What identity do you, Elaine Starling, lead within your life? You know, Abundance Ambassador really says it all for me because I believe that an ambassador is someone who opens doors for you, who introduces you to opportunities that are there that you may not have been aware of, that helps you understand the customs and the rituals and the process and the experience so that you can make the most out of every opportunity that is there for you. So truly doing my best to embody that abundance ambassador, that is the identity I truly want to portray in everything that I do. And I rest assured you, you have done that your whole (laughs) life, Elaine. I mean, you, you seem to be somebody that that's very great at facilitating it's very good at paying attention to all of the tendrils and making sure that they, all of the threads are continuing to keep creating one patchwork. So I, I, I rest assured you've been an ambassador your whole life. I love that. Um, well, so as ambassador to Paradox, let's dive in. Let's go with our, our title of our episode this evening. So tell me, what is the Paradox of abundance. What is the abundance paradox? There is so much irony here. There's so much unusual things happening here. And I do have to give people just a tiny bit of background about where I'm coming from, because I did have this incredible spiritual awakening. And so I have a lot of information from the divine that I share or God of your understanding, however you choose to think of it. And one of the key messages that I received is that everything is love absolutely everything. We could look at something and say, it's a huge disaster. COVID killed millions of people. And from the divine perspective, everything is love. We don't recognize it as love, but the divine does. Now the divine created What do we us recognize it as? Contrast, problems. Mm-hmm. We live a life of contrast all the time. Yes. Black and white, good and bad, yes and no, right and wrong. Paradox, paradox. Every day it's paradox. And that's deliberate. In order for the divine to expand love and the divine to expand, because that's what the divine is, is love, they needed us, they designed us to experience contrast and paradox all the time. Because only by not believing that everything is love can we occasionally decide to treat it as though it's love, even though we don't see the love in it right now, (laughs) and show up as more love in the moment. And when we do that, we actually expand the divine. So the key thing for people to understand, you are in partnership with the divine. It's not like the divine's on high and you're okay. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push back here. Go Uh, for it. A lot of my listeners don't want to hear about we're just loving with the divine in this, and and uh, many of them would want to hear a more practical, a, a more practical way of talking about the paradox of of abundance. Fine. The practical thing is. You can't steer a parked car. So the whole purpose behind paradox, behind contrast is to get you to pick a destination, pick something you want and start taking action towards it. Because as you start taking action, you're guided and you receive more ideas, more insights, more opportunities. The more you share with people what your ambition is and what you're trying to achieve, the more doors you open. People actually want you to be successful. Yes, That's counterintuitive. 
that's they perfect. Do. It is counterintuitive, but that's, and you and I know that to be the universe and you and I understand that as the divine, but there also has to be a practical application sure. for, for people who are not plugging into that mindset, if you will, which of course we're going to get to mindset later in the show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, and this, this paradoxic, um, so the two being lack versus, or, or, in the love lingo, fear mm-hmm. or abundance slash love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so in your estimation is, would you consider the shadow side of abundance to be the poverty understanding? Absolutely. And personally, what I believe is that the shift truly is a lot of self-doubt and self-judgment and Mm self-chastisement is the poverty side of things. When you don't believe in yourself and you resist and, and we tend to cocoon and we shrink down and we minimize ourselves when we have all this self-doubt and self-loathing, frankly, instead the contrast of self-love, self-acceptance, self appreciation. It's not like, yay, it's all about me. I'm the best thing since sliced bread. No, no, no. (laughs) It's accepting yourself as you are, because you're designed with your skills, abilities, talents, expertise, interests, preferences, as well as your faults, your foibles, your hot buttons, your issues. All of that combines to make you a really interesting, fun, dynamic person. Indeed. If you didn't have both, there'd be nowhere for you to go, no way for you to grow. We are complex people. Very. So instead of beating yourself up over perceived limitations within, stop and look at that and go, hey, that's actually something that makes me unique and valuable. How does this serve me? What can I appreciate about this aspect of who I am? And how do I and that can shift things? Yeah. How do I how do I go into you know, I mean, the golden shadow is uh, those, you know, the lovely parts of ourselves that, that, that we don't want to look at, but, but there, I, there's so much to mine in the shadow around, um, looking away from, from deserving, looking away from being open to receiving. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, the self-love that you've talked about, it all stems from that. All of the work stems from that. So it does. And, you know, I had a really interesting experience around words. And I think words are one of the most revealing things that we use that we often don't pay attention to. And I wanted an opportunity to really receive better. And people kept saying, well, just allow, allow it. I was allowing like crazy and nothing was happening. So finally I'm like, why isn't this allowing thing working for me? And I, I realized the image that comes to mind when I think of the word allow, mm-hmm. I see myself behind a door with a chain on the door and I'm peeking out the door anxious about what's on the other side, the opportunities on the other side. And I thought, okay, obviously allowing is not the word for me because mm-hmm. I want a different word, one that's very open yes. and accepting. Mm. And finally, I realized welcoming, welcome shifts everything. There's an energetic shift. You can feel how closed allowing is and how open well, welcoming you. is. For you. I mean, for me. you know, honestly, and, and I love that though, Elaine, I love that, that notion of the power of words, but you speak about the intention behind them. Yes. And you also speak to with you, the story you just shared, it speaks to everyone needs to focus like we all have to find what works for us and what Mm -hmm. opens those doors and it's not the same it's not it's an overall recipe but each tendril is yours to unlock and yours Mm -hmm. to find and come to terms with I love that allowing versus welcoming that's beautiful. And the, the intention behind our word choices. Excellent place for us to take a break, Elaine. And when we come back, we are going to dive in, folks, to this unusual health situation that really changed the course of Elaine's life. When we come back with Elaine Starling on the edge of every day, stay tuned. 
Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. to dive into hearing about this extraordinary uh, awakening. So tell us that story. Wait, before we do it, I want to, I want to set the stage a little. So you were, your life, um, you, prior to what you're doing now, you were, or in addition to what you're doing now, you were, because sounds to me like you still do this work. Um, you had a marketing company and you're an yeah. entrepreneur and this was this your work sort of your whole life were you in marketing I was I had my own uh, advertising business and I worked with um, fortune 500 companies primarily technology companies in the San Francisco Bay Area and it was very labor intensive it was really intense a, a pressure cooker right during the dot-com boom and beyond mm. And um, I loved it, but it was also one of those things where forget about taking vacations and having downtime. You're on 24-7, 365. And it was getting really exhausting. And I actually spoke with my husband in early December around my birthday and said, you know, in a lot of ways, I feel guilty that I want something more, that I want something different in my life because I'm so blessed with having a thriving business with having a great husband, you know, there's a lot of things in my life I'm grateful for. In fact, if I got hit by a bus next week, I could die happy. I said that. So a month later, we're on vacation in New Zealand. It's New Year's Day, 2005. We've had breakfast, we're poking around the shops, and I have a stroke. The right arm, my right arm started to go numb, and the right side of my face started to go numb. Classic symptoms of a stroke. So my husband walked me to a little medical center. They gave me an aspirin and asked me to describe the picture on the wall. And I knew exactly what they said. And I knew what the picture was, but the words that came out of my mouth made no sense at all. I felt great. I felt awesome. I felt like Saturday morning, kind of lazy, snoozy, sleeping in. I just wanted to take a nap. I didn't feel bad at all. I knew my husband was out. You never went out. No, no. And okay. so um, thought, they finally I, I, let I me relax. Put this akin to a near-death experience. No, it was a very unusual experience yes, because indeed. it was not your normal, everyday, ordinary near-death experience at all. So got what it. happened, I finally got them to let me relax and take a nap. And as soon as I did, I felt like I was in this massive cloud. And oh, I was a part okay. of the cloud, and the cloud was part of me. Oh, and it was sentient. 
and it started talking to me. And it wasn't like hearing a voice. It was like in my body, 360 degrees, everything all at once. And I heard, this is perfect. And I knew it was talking about me. And I, I'm like, what? I don't speak multiple languages. I haven't climbed Mount Everest. I'm not all that. And that's when I got that message. No, 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 you're perfect because of the faults and the advantages that you have. We wanted the entire thing. That's what yeah. makes it so good. Yeah. That makes it spicy and juicy. That's why we're like here that. in 3D. You can't, you can't know joy without knowing grief. Absolutely. And, and we Absolutely. can expand this, expand the universe if you don't know both. Um, but yeah. anyway, we, so, so you, so there was no physical, uh, you didn't like go out of things and you didn't like your, you, well, you I was, like, I was, I was sleeping slash unconscious. Yes, for, this feels like a for yes. several hours. You never called it a near death experience into my research, but I was like, she's had a near death experience. And so you know, it sounds like I think of it as a near life experience because it woke me up. Did. It yeah. woke me up in a totally different way. My life was completely different until I had this conversation with the divine. I didn't realize that was what was happening at first. But then I realized that every time I'd ask a question, just it would come to mind. The answer would be instantly there in my body, past, present, future, 360 degrees, colors we can't see, everything. And then I, <laughs> I heard this question from the divine. Are you sure you're done? I was like, no, I'm halfway through my vacation. We're loving it. New Zealand is awesome. You should visit. Oh, yeah, right. You know this part, right? And, and I got this. No, you said you were done thrashing. You said it would be fine for you to go. If you're sure you're done, we'll use that ectoplasm for something else. Are you sure you're done? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm close to something big here. And I don't have all the answers, but I want to keep going. And I'm, I'm, and I got this message. Great. Get back and get busy. And I came out of the stroke like that. No damage Lord. at all. No damage. And honestly, when the divine wants to have a conversation with you, trust me, the divine's going to have a conversation with you. <laughs> amen. Amen. Now, now uh, this is phenomenal. And I'm switching gears, not because I don't want to pick it right back up here, but were, have you through your life been someone who was felt connected to spirit? Were you, you know, a, a spiritual curious person your whole life? Before the stroke, I didn't woo, let alone woo-woo. My parents were both math professors and, and very factual people. They both wrote poetry, but they were not into the spiritual world and all of that. And so oh, right. it was a real adjustment period because I came back and I'm like, did that really happen? I'm not this sure that woo. This really not... happened. The way but I kept getting messages. Yeah. And yeah, it was really clear. Yeah, that really happened. And yeah, you really do have an assignment here. You really do have to figure this out. And I came back and I was very blessed to have a flexible schedule. And I also had incredible parents and in-laws. And they, all four of them needed help with end-of-life issues over a 10-year period after my stroke. That's what I split, split my time between my business and helping parents with end-of-life issues. It's the biggest blessing I've ever had to be able to spend that much indeed. quality time with people uh, I love. Indeed. I, I've done that with my parents as well. It really is yeah. indeed. But it also gave you, you time to really integrate all the information <laughs> energetically, um, cellularly, and to really make some, you know, make, make some decisions about how you want to disseminate this information in the world, you know, ah. practice it on, on your family, practice it on. Well, you know. I went through all of the phases that everybody goes through. My first phase was hell no, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, what did that look like? I'm not some religious leader. I'm not some guru. There's no were, were freaking West. Did you ever get I, depressed? It was not depression. It was like a terrible two, you know, terrible two-year-old to right. uh, toddler who's like, no, no. My whole How response. Did you share was, that with your family? How, you know, what, I didn't. How, how, I didn't talk about it at all for three years. I never told them that I'd had this yeah. incredible conversation because there were so many issues with family members who were going through end of life. I felt like that would be really selfish for me to say, oh, but I happen to have this awesome conversation. Yeah. So I didn't bring it up for three years. My husband had no idea. 
And then when I finally started talking about it, people were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. You didn't tell your own husband. Wow. So when you told him how, what happened? To this day, he's like, I know you really believe this and it's really helping you. And I'm really it's glad really that it really helps people. you. Yeah. And it helps other people. He doesn't own it for himself. And frankly, I always wanted to be with someone who would be an incredible partner and kind of leader. And I didn't think of it as a spiritual leader, but I realize now I did want somebody who was very spiritually advanced. And the ironic thing is he's so spiritually advanced. He doesn't know he's spiritually advanced. And he looks at me going through my baby steps and he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, again, to your point, it's, it's different lingo. And, it is. And I, and I love that. And I also love that it, I'm sure that it, it grounds you and helps you languaging with, you know, when you're in a room full of people that can understand that, that, that relate to and use that languaging that, you know, I had a download from spirit and, you know, I'm down with that, but I want it. I want some of my listeners who aren't to, to understand that in a different way from a scientific angle, from a, mm -hmm. you know, that it's that, that again, to use your word, which I love, it's not woo woo. And it's not the prosperity gospel. And it is, um, you know. You know, I've forgotten what it's called, but there is a proven scientific thing that happens. It's like when you come across a new word for the first time and you've never heard this word before, but then everywhere you look, there's the same silly word. Oh, yeah. It's like, what? Or, or a car, like you're interested in a car. And then yeah. all of a sudden you see the same car everywhere you go that happens in our lives. So when we make a commitment, this is what I want to achieve. I want to write a New York Times bestselling book. And this is what I'm all about. And you're really committed to that. All of a sudden, you start talking to people who have written a New York Times bestselling book. You find people who are editors of New York Times bestselling books. You find courses on how to write a New York Times bestselling book. You know, it starts to show up in your awareness because you're open to receiving it. Yes. And it really is your level of commitment because you will also be tested. People who know you will go, oh, come on, you, a New York Times will sell you, you gotta be kidding me. And yeah. all that is, all that is, is their desire to ensure your level of commitment. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not committed to your own dream, you're never going to realize it. Amen, sister. Fabulous. Well, this is a great moment for us to take a break and a great seg into what I want to talk about in the next section is we're going to talk about uh, your fantastic TEDx. Can abundance be a choice? We're going to find out from Elaine Starling on the edge of every day when we come back. Stay tuned. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. 
fantastic TEDx talk. Uh, abundance is a choice. So tell us, how is abundance a choice? You know, it's very interesting. I noticed a, a tendency that we have when we just kind of knee jerk through our day. It's just responding to whatever's happening in the day. It's very easy to end up in this self-protection mode because we feel like everything's an attack. Everything is happening to us. Yeah. And when we get into that self-protection, that creates a poverty mindset. It's a poverty outlook. When you're constantly bracing for the worst and expecting the worst, that's what you notice. That's what your attention is on. Yes. And instead, when you can focus on what you want to create, you have a solid intention of how you want to feel and how you want others to feel when they hang out with you. That intention and then focusing on things that are lining up that support that intention, that's an abundance mindset. Because honestly, people want to feel good. Surprise, surprise. They really want to feel good. And when you feel good, there's a much higher likelihood that they will feel good. Can I share one of my absolute favorite books with you? Is that oh, okay? Please, 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 please. Yeah. Great resource, everybody. This will I be didn't bring it with book. me, but oh, this is a fabulous book. It's called Connected. The surprising power of our social networks and how they shape our lives. Connected. Okay. Okay. Awesome book. Awesome book. And in this book, these guys are social scientists. Um, It's Nicholas Christakis and James Fowler are the two authors. And they're both college level professors. And they did a ton of research on our social networks and how connected we are Mm -hmm. and what kind of an impact our social networks have on us. And they discovered that we have influence over people who are three levels away from us. So if you imagine a bullseye where you're at the center of the bullseye, you have influence over your friends, 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 three levels away from you. And I thought, wow, that's surprising. I would expect to maybe have some influence over my friends and maybe they would tell some of their friends about me, but three levels away, that that was a shocker. And I thought, okay, So how significant is that? Like, how many people are we talking about? So I asked Dr. Google, and she found a great published article in the New York Times citing some recent research that says the average American knows about 600 people. And I thought, man, that's a lot of people. I don't think there's a way in the world I know 600 people. I spoke to some of my friends, and they said, oh, no, you know much closer to 1,000 people. I thought, okay, I didn't do the math. I'm going to pick their number, just see what happens, okay? So if you're back at that bullseye and you're in the center of the bullseye, that first ring around you is those 600 people that you know. Well, every single one of those 600 people knows 600 people. That's 360,000 people. And every single one of those 360,000 people knows 600 people. That's 217 million people. So you have influence. Every single thing you think, feel, say, or do, according to these social scientists, Ripples out to 217,360,600 people. Everything you think, feel, say, or do, now it gets freaky. On page 54 of the hard copy of the book, I would have brought it with me, but I forgot to. It turns out that when you're having a good day, those people in the first ring, that 600 people that you know, are 15% more likely to have a good day just because you are having a good day. And that 260,000 people in your second ring are 10% more likely to have a good day just because you're having a good day. And those 217 million people that you're convinced there's no way in the world you impact them, they're 6% more likely to have a good day just because you are having a good day. So how you show up matters. It makes a difference. You enjoying who you are and enjoying your life and looking for what's working in your life shifts everything, not just for you, for 270,360,600 people who go with you everywhere you go. So the focus of uh, what, which I loved about your is obviously mindset. 
And, and, and this is part of it is understanding that, that you have a positive influence on other people, but, and, and and yes, of course, and, and people need to understand that daily in each of their decisions, because I know when I'm feeling down, I don't think at all about that, but I know that when I walk in the room with bad energy, I, I feel everything going down and people noticing, I mean, you know, it's, it's powerful that way, but let's focus back on, on the individual. What can, what, what are some of the things that people can do to, uh, to create, to focus in on this positive, And this is what I also love, you know, and talk to me about also about people's pushback around abundance, because sure. when, sometimes when I hear people going abundance and abundance, and it makes me think of the prosperity gospel that, that is about there, there's a, about feels like about self and materialism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I had a real problem with the secret, the movie, the secret for this, all of these reasons, when it came out, everyone was in love with it. And I thought this, this is not abundance. <laughs> to the new, this is this is this is fake. People are not giving. You know, they're not t- telling the quantum understanding. It's they're they're tipping. They're going to the tip of the iceberg. So anyway, talk to me about pushback around abundance and how this people can work with their mindset. Absolutely. Well, there are three key components to think about. The first one is your intention. That's how you want to feel and how you want to show up how so that other people feel the same thing that you feel that's your intention Love the that. second component that's, again power of words intention yeah. little bit different understanding for some people of that intention. yes love it so intention is the first step attention what you put your focus on is the second step mm-hmm. now you can focus on all the things that are not working and do not line up with your intention and you can sabotage yourself really fast or you can start to look for those tiny glimmers, those tiny inklings, the little bizarre things that happen. Like we were talking about seeing the car everywhere, yeah, all of a sudden, now that you've noticed. Yeah. So start noticing what's lining up with your intention, what's supporting your intention. And then the third component is action. You have to take action towards your intention to being what you want to experience. Yes. We were talking about a New York Times bestseller book. You can't sit there on the couch eating bonbons and expect the book to write itself. You, know, you have to start coming up with an outline and brainstorming and writing yes. things and stories and yeah, the you courage have to, to step out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's a process. And when you just move with hope, move with the desire to see things materialize, I call it yeah, baby energy. Because if you think about anything that you want to experience in your life, I don't care what it is, a great house, a great car, a great lover, a great whatever, anything that you want in your life is because you think it will make you feel better. So if it's all about how you want to feel, start by feeling that. Yeah. Don't wait for the thing or the people or the experience. Feel it now. Feel this. Yeah, baby energy. This is. I can't wait. This is exciting. This is inspiring. I'm so curious. I'm so interested. I'm leaning in and I'm going to glean all the wonderful things that are here for me. I don't have to control anything. I don't have to have specific expectations. I'm just looking for things that line up with my intention that show me I'm on the right track. That's all I'm doing. And I'm taking action. I'm listening for little baby steps I can take that will get me closer to my intention that I want to create. That's all you have to do. And when you show up that way, people love it. They're just so excited to connect with you and support you and encourage you. Honestly, it doesn't matter what you're doing. No. Because you you have the focus. You have that positive, generous, generosity of spirit that is so aligned with and gratitude that is so aligned with abundance. Generosity of of spirit and gratitude that's aligned with abundance. So what do people, when, when you tell people what, uh, this is what I think abundance is, and they push back on you, what, what does that look like? You know, a lot of people are, it's all about the money. It's all right. about money. That's the prosperity gospel to me. Yeah. Boom. Where's the money? Show me the money. I want the money yesterday. And if there isn't money, then it's not really. Well, isn't that abundance? A lot of money? 
What is that? That is only one form of abundance. In fact, it's the tip of the tail at the end of the dog. Because a lot of people make this mistake. And I just want to show what it looks like. So the mistake is, show me the revenue. The money comes first. And once the revenue is there, then my reputation is going to be made. I'm going to be taking orders faster than, you know, they're coming in faster than I can take them. Everybody's going to know about me. Everybody's going to know what I'm up to because the revenue is like out the roof. And once my revenue, my reputation is made, I'm going to get have relationships with people I've admired for years. I mean, me and Oprah, BFFs, right? Mm. Speed dial every day. Right. And then you push them to say, well, what else could you have? What else could you experience? What else would be there for you? Finally, finally, they say, well, I guess if I'm really lucky, I might have a few brief moments of incredibly rewarding experiences when I show up with my own innate gifts and I make a difference in the world. And those few seconds are when I get to feel fulfilled and whole. But I have to earn them first, and it has to start with the money. And that's the biggest mistake people make because they're going about it backwards. It starts with a rewarding experience with you being the beautiful thing that you are and showing up to make a difference and create a rewarding experience for others. Because guess what? People want a relationship with you because of the rewarding experience you create. And once you've got those relationships... They're the ones who own your reputation. They'll tell everybody who you are being for them. You own your standards. You don't own your reputation. And once your rewarding experience is there, the relationships are there, the reputation is there, the revenue is a byproduct. It's unavoidable. You can't prevent revenue and money when you are showing up whole and full as your beautiful self. Oh, Elaine. I love your vulnerability and how passionate you are about this and your heart is, and soul is so into it. Just lovely. Just really heart expanding to see how moved you are sharing that. Love, love, love that. Wow. Okay. So when you, what do you, you've just shared a little bit about pushback when you work with your clients on a regular basis what is what is the biggest struggle that you in a nutshell that you notice with people trying to turn around their abundance mindset you know we are incredibly selfish beings <laughs> we are we're all incredibly selfish we are so me focused it's all about me and what's happening to me and what i want and how i feel and in reality it's about we and i love this image if you look at the word me and you turn it upside down you flip it upside down it becomes the word we because me is inside we Yes. And when we approach it from a we standpoint, everybody wins. And it's a whole lot easier for you to win because other people want to put skin in the game and want to support the outcome that you're trying to create. Yeah. So instead of thinking you're all alone and you have to do everything yourself and you're the, you know, the weight of the world is pressing down on you, step back for a moment. Yeah. Stop being so selfish. <laughs> Stop yeah. trying to own it all yourself. And see how you can invite others to play with you. You create a really rewarding experience. That is abundance. That is abundance. Yeah, it is so much. It, and I remember being on your show, and what I and you asked me what is abundance to you, and I said it's an understanding that the world is is despite challenges and despite traumas that overall. The world is in support of me and all who are all and all of us. So there's yeah. a generosity of spirit that I'm connected to everything that all of this is in support of us. So, yeah, a we <laughs> mentality, a sense of service and a sense yes. of interconnection. And, and that's one of the things gratitude. that I really wanted to get across to everybody, because a lot of people don't understand this. Gratitude is the doorway to mm-hmm. abundance. Mm-hmm. Until you are in a space of gratitude for what is already working in your life, yeah. 
more abundance is going to show up for you because you're oblivious to it. You've got blinders on. You're refusing to acknowledge it and experience it. So yeah, that's why at the end of every episode of my show, I do an activate abundance segment because a lot of people don't understand how they can activate abundance in their own life every day. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, on that note, we have to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to get a, 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 a quickie on how to activate abundance. And we're also going to find out where we can find Elaine and where we can get her giveaway and what's next on her leading edge. When we come back on the edge of every day with Elaine Starling, stay tuned. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Chipping around, kick my brain to the ground. These are the days it never back with Elaine Starling. So before we dive in um, to activation, etc., I do have a quick announcement that I want to make to all of my listeners. Just letting you know that I am taking a uh, the rest of the month of February off. I'm going to take a break and recalibrate and work on a writing project that is big and exciting. And I will be back in March. So we will be playing some other things for you. So, and you can always, always go to my YouTube channel, Sandra Bargeman on the edge of every day to go in and search through the past episodes. So keep your eyes peeled to all of my social media um, when announcing when we'll be back on the edge of every day. Okay. So Elaine, uh, how do you quickly, we, we don't need to go hugely into it, but get, talk us through this, this activation process. Absolutely. There are five steps to activate abundance. And I want you to do this all the time. I want you to do this when you talk to yourself, when you talk to somebody else, when you're thinking about a project, do this all the time. So step one is gratitude. You have to be in gratitude and be in gratitude that you're connected to 270,360,600 people. Because if you're having a bad day, don't worry about it. It's like dodgeball. You know, nobody wants it. They're all trying to duck and weave. But if you're having a bad day, you can ping that network and you can ping Sandra or me because you may not believe this. You may not understand it, but our energy is connected. All you have to do is listen to one of Sandra's shows or watch one of her shows. That'll pump your energy up right away. So be in gratitude. There's a lot of different things that can inspire and delight you. Step two, acknowledge something that you now see in a different way. You have a new perspective mm. on it or mm. something you hadn't heard before that you think is really important. Okay. So acknowledge is step two. Step three is appreciate the difference it can make in your life because 
any one of these different ideas that we've shared with you could change everything for you if you're willing to apply it. Okay. Step four is to activate abundance. There are two different options in how you activate abundance. One option is to pull out your calendar and actually schedule time, like tuning in to the edge of every day, every Monday. That should be on your calendar. The other option is to assign a trigger. So for example, if you want to make sure that you're coming to a meeting from your intention, maybe you yank on your earlobe a little bit as a reminder to yourself, I'm coming from my intention and I know I don't want it just for me. I want it for everybody that I'm interacting with. And mm -hmm. here's how I'm going to show up. Okay. So there's this, those are the two ways to activate abundance. You put it on your calendar or you assign a trigger to it. And step five is celebrate your progress because this little baby step that you've just identified and incorporated into your daily life is shifting you towards exactly what you want to create. It's building momentum. So this is all you have to do. These simple five steps, gratitude, acknowledge, appreciate, activate, and celebrate. Super simple, easy to do. It shifts everything, especially problem people. <laughs> Amen. And these days in these polarized times and way and we've got to find we've got to find ways to reach across and to if not build bridges of conversations at least build bridges of energy absolutely um excellent that was fantastic thank you so so what's uh next for you oh let's talk about your giveaway first and where people can find you and then we'll talk about what's next for you so absolutely your giveaway, your giveaway, absolutely so I have a very simple giveaway that I'd love to make available to everybody, and it's called Five Steps for Online Abundance. I'm going to make sure that Sandra has the link so you can look in the show notes, you can look in the description, and you can go to access the gift, because this is really about how you can create abundance with other people online, and what you give is what you get. So make sure that you're following these simple five steps to create online abundance. What you give is what you get let's say it again what you give is what you get people so so true so simple and so true fantastic thank you for that uh, elaine and yes that will be in our show notes and i'm sure um no we they wouldn't be able to find it on your website because it's just a giveaway for oh is it on your website as well okay yeah. so we can find you at theabundancejourney.com. You can go to theabundancejourney.com and you can also email me elaine at theabundancejourney.com. I'd Fabulous. love to hear from you. And you are all over social media. Fantastic. And is it always, it's Elaine Abundance? Is that generally your handle? That is my handle on Instagram. Okay. But otherwise it's usually Elaine Starling. Got it. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. And check out and your podcast is on all the major platforms, The Abundance Journey. And you you don't have a specific time. You you release as you go, yes? I release them on Thursdays, um, oh, okay. but it's Excellent. it's on lots of different platforms. So there's not one specific time. So got it, mm -hmm. got it, got it. Thursday. And I will be on coming up. Uh, she had me on as a guest and she hasn't released it. So so uh, check my social media and uh, we will have a conversation on her show as well. Okay, so what's next for you? What's your big brass? What's your next big glorious thing that you're, you're, you're creating? You know, I want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to experience abundance mm -hmm. in every form because it's unlimited for you. Yeah. It really is. It's really funny. One of the analogies I like to use, have you ever seen parents with pre-verbal babies, children, mm -hmm. right? The parents are hovering over the kid and they want the kid to be happy. Like, do you want your blanket? Do you want your <laughs> bottle? Do you want your toy? Do you want to play? You know, what do you want? I'm happy to do. What do you want? Well, when you're going through life and you see a beautiful car or you see an incredible home or you see somebody who's doing something that you wish you could do, that's the divine being a loving parent saying, honey, do you want one of these? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Right? So 
I am really passionate about helping people understand how they can receive exactly what they want. So the abundance journey has been a six week live experience and I'm now making it an evergreen experience. So people can start whenever they want to. And I will have a weekly live group coaching call so that everyone can get their specific answers and uh, get the customized support that they need. So I'm really excited about it. Sounds fantastic. And all of that information is on your website. It is. Of course, of course. So you're talking about a New York Times book, my friend, we've only got two minutes to end, but I mean, you know, is this, you've mentioned it three times now on the show. So is this a goal? It is. You bet. You bet. It's one of the things that people have told me I will end up doing that. It's one of the best ways to reach out to a much broader audience, especially an international audience. But that's part Mm -hmm. of the reason why I started podcasting. It's because I really want to make sure this gets out. And my goal right now, I think I have 286,000 views on my TEDx talk. And my goal is 10 million because so many people don't understand what they control and what they can do to experience more abundance in their lives. And I really want them to know. That's really the point and, and, and why I, you know, love your work, love how you talk about it. At the end of the day, abundance is a choice and it's not about make getting more money. It's about shifting how you show up in your life and watching how that changes everything ripples out as we talked about, uh, well, we have one minute. I have to thank you and give you your last words. Uh, Elaine Starling, Abundance Ambassador, thank you so much for spending time with us on the edge of every day. It's been a complete pleasure to have you as a guest. Thank you so much. And you know, the thing that I most want people to understand, you may not believe this, but I really want you to own it. You are a huge blessing and you are blessed. You just have to own it. You have to agree to it. You have to allow it. You have to welcome it. Whatever words work for you, decide that you're a blessing. Decide that you're blessed. And look at what shows up. Amen. On that note, and I want to thank all of my listeners for tuning in with us this evening. I'm wishing you all abundance and remember, You are always at the edge of the miraculous. See you next time in March. Take good care. This is our last dance. This is our last dance. This is ourselves. Under pressure. Under pressure. Under pressure. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, 
Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 